Yeah, it's pretty evident that spiritual warfare is in our lives, and it's probably in y'all's lives, the listeners. Uh, and so we're probably just we're gonna go around and see if we can give you any advice on how to deal with spiritual warfare, uh, how to identify it, how to deal with it, and how to rely on God through it. Um, for me, I would just reiterate that preemptive prayer is absolutely edifying. Um, it will prepare your heart for the times that you are dealing with spiritual warfare. Uh, it'll kind of teach your mind to be on the lookout mm-hmm. for things that are going to get you in a situation to sin. Um, so just pray with God that he prepares your heart for those times and that he provides a way of escape because he are, he's already promised that he will provide a way of escape whenever you are tempted. But it's still up to you to accept that way of escape, to take that route, to run back to God. So pray for yourself before you're even in the situation, and then pray when you're in the situation, and then pray and thank God after the situation. Whether you fail or not, thank God, because it's not about whether you succeed or not, but it's the fact that you're relying on Christ and that Christ has already forgiven you. He forgave you 2,000 years ago on the cross. So yeah, just thank God for His mercy, for His love, for His grace and His kindness. Piggybacking off of that, um, on the other side of the coin, I would say the big thing that I would recommend is humility. Um, Just remembering who you are in Christ and not getting too caught up in yourself and just taking a minute to realize that you get your strength from Him. And every moment you feel up and you feel happy is a blessing from God. And you should just be so thankful for that. Um, And as far as spiritual warfare goes, I think that that goes a long way in combating that. You know, like it it allows you to put on some armor and and kind of get ready for battle. Like you were saying with preemptive prayer, I think having a good mindset to go into it with. I would equate humility with just being very cautious. Yeah, just being cautious of what you do and what's around you, and don't think you're too strong for anything. Right. But be also, honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself, but also know that God's going to deliver you, and right. all things are possible through Christ. Yeah. Yeah, and to pick you back off of uh, being mindful of uh, surroundings, that's actually what I was uh, what I was thinking is mindfulness. I can think of uh, several moments where. Um, I was in an area where just things did not feel right. I was a, in a friend's house and he had black metal paraphernalia. He had a Mac and head with an inverted cross on the forehead. And I remember walking into that house thinking, this place is evil. Uh, but also it, it doesn't always have to be, uh, that location that seems like it is evil. It can be very unassuming. Um, I got intact in my cousin's old room in Travis's old room. Um, uh, and that was the first time I ever encountered something that was, uh, uh like a dark demonic spirit, um, in, uh, in person. Uh, and, uh, uh, I, I remember it was at the foot of his bed and what I did was, uh, I, I had to plead, uh, I had to plead for Jesus. I pled the blood of Jesus and uh, he had a body pillow 
that he used to sleep with, I would hug onto it whenever I was staying over at my mom and papa's house. Well, that body pillow was at the foot of the bed. And uh, it was right where I had just had this vision of this spirit, this dark spirit rising from the bottom of the bed. And just the feeling of, the best I could describe it was it's next to heartbreak. But it's not this. But it's not the same feeling. It's, it's anxiety. There's heartbreak in it. There's fear of what is this that's happening. There's a whole mixture of emotions and just being mindful of that, uh, and then knowing where to run. Um, it, that, I would say, is one one of the most important things that I've that I've learned in spiritual warfare. Right. Do you have anything, Whitney? Just honestly, just staying in the Word and staying in prayer learning to yield to God's voice because I feel like a lot of times there are a lot of different things trying to, you know, talk and whisper in your ear and it's which one you choose to listen to. Yeah. Also really staying in the word because it says the word is the truth. The it's, it's the sword of the spirit. It's your only weapon of offense. When David was talking about spiritual armor, that verse follows directly after, like we're not up against flesh and blood. We're up against like principalities Mm-hmm. you know evil forces and rulers of this world and it it goes and talks about spiritual warfare and the armor and the word is our only weapon of offense yeah and when jesus had to stand firm whenever he was tempted by satan it was with the word yeah. all of his responses it is written yeah and he declared the truth of the word of god the bible is in a is not a suggestion it's the standard mm-hmm. if it's not bible i'm not about it yeah when those thoughts come it's really important for me to remind myself that if I'm not thinking the right thoughts, I'm going to speak the truth regardless. Right. And I'm going to stand on that. When you've done all that you can do to stand, stand firm. And so getting out the word and learning what it says, because it says it's dividing between bone and marrow, between soul and spirit. And so just really, really speaking truth. Because it does say that, like, there is life and death and the power of the tongue. Mm-hmm. And what you say matters, and you'll be held accountable for every idle word. So speaking the truth of the word of God um, is the main way that I want to grow in combating in spiritual warfare. Right. Just reiterate again what I was saying earlier. Uh, before Jesus was tempted, he was fasting for 40 days. And he was fasting and praying for 40 days. Yeah. And, I mean, it doesn't say what he was praying for, but you can assume that he was praying for himself um, and for uh, when he was going to be tempted. Because immediately after the fasting, he was tempted by the devil. Um, So he's probably praying for God because he was fully God, but he was also fully human. And so praying to God that, you know, he's guarding his heart and that he's prepared. And that he resists the devil. Um, and then again, there's another example of preemptive prayer uh, in the Garden of Gethsemane. Yeah. Um, he didn't directly say, help me to do this. But he was he was surrendering to God. But he was also preparing his own heart uh, for the next morning. Yeah. Um, Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And so I think that's a great example that we can take from the Bible for preemptive prayer. I'm just going to run through.